Welcome to Kingdom Culture. Introducing a couple guest speakers today. We have Miss Jessica Campbell on King University softball team, Miss Alexis Wynn on acrobatics and tumbling. And on our sound engineer, we have brother Dave Williams, AKA our audio engineer. And lastly, I am Desiree White, also a part of the King University Acro and Tumbling team. Welcome everybody. We are so excited to have y'all on board. We just want to give you a little introduction about ourselves. Jess, you want to talk about yourself? Yes. Hey, be selfless, please. Okay, please. Don't be, don't be too, don't be too prideful, okay? <laughs> Okay, so um, I'm Jessica Campbell. I am a transfer student. I transferred to King last year. Um, I play softball at King University. Big softball And lady. I'm actually the FCA president this year. Miss Presidente, that's mm -hmm. so crazy. And you, Miss Alexis Wynn. Oh yeah, cheers, let's go. <laughs> hey friends, I'm Alexis Wynn. Like Desi said, I am on the acrobatics and tumbling team. This is my final year here at King. Um, I just love this area in Bristol and just the fact that we get to come together in community and do um, things like this podcast where we can just talk about the good news that God is just working in our life and um, just ways to get everybody connected. So just thankful to be here. Let's go. Brother Dave, would you like to give a little introduction about yourself? I'm the hootinest, tootinest, shootinest, bobtail wildcat in the West. Okay, <laughs> and now for myself, I guess I should start in. Uh, I am a part of the Acro and Tumbling team, uh, like I said before. Um, I definitely am enjoying this part of life, this opportunity we have just to connect with each other. I think just being a part of FCA and just the fact that we get to connect not only with our team, but with other teams and just make bonds and friendships with other teams. It really allows for college to be just a, a better experience, something that you, you don't really get to do, have a more connections that you make along the way, friendships that hopefully will never be broken, you know? But um, I guess I should give a brief intro about myself. I am a native Nashvilleian from good old Nash Vegas, technically from a small little town called Springfield, Tennessee. Um, of course, I love country music because, you know, it didn't originate there. If y'all didn't know that, it actually originated in Bristol, Tennessee. Is that not crazy? It's like, <laughs> whoa, that's so crazy. But, um, you know, uh, I think growing up, um, my parents... We grew up in church, right? Um, went to a Baptist church back home. And obviously we were taught, you know, this is right, this is wrong. You know, usually there's like no gray areas, right? And I really didn't find God for myself until high school. Um, that's really when it started to click almost. I feel like I really didn't have the strongest relationship until I got to college because that's when really, that's when I had to make God my God. You know, high school, you're still under your parents, your parents' authority, like, hey, be home by 10. Don't miss it. You, <laughs> you're, if you're a minute late, there will be consequences, a.k.a. your car will be taken. <laughs> Never happened to me, though. Just telling you right now. It didn't happen to me. <laughs> but um, just I'm thankful that I had parents who, you know, made me go to church. I know, like, people are like, your parents made you go to church? Yes, but it's a good thing because— for me, that's what really formed me and molded me. Um, obviously, Christ is our example, and I think my parents did their best to live out that example that Christ has put within them, right? You know, Christ is our—he'll um, form us. We're clay, right? He's always forming us, our potter. So I think my parents did a good job at really forming me into the person that they would want me to become under Christ, right? 
Um, so that's kind of a little bit about myself. How did y'all grow up spiritually wise? Did y'all grow up in church? Did you kind of find Christ, you know, while you got to college? Explain that for me. Um, I'll go. Um, so I actually was not raised in church my whole life. I only got saved about two or three years ago. Let's go. And I, so I actually got saved while I was at college, sure. which is a <laughs> praise for sure. But um, yeah, my family just didn't really go to church, but the Lord, he found me. He left the 99 and found me. Amen, he, like, sister. Yeah, yes. And he really, he did it through community, like really just from like finding his people and just people inviting you to church is so important. And just those little Bible studies that we do, Coffee yeah. with Christ. Love Coffee mm. with Christ. Yes. So yeah, that was a little bit about mine. Okay. What about you, Alexis? Yeah. So kind of the same with Desi, just growing up in the church. Um, my dad um, had to work Sunday mornings, but he always made it a priority where he'd meet us there at church with me and my mom. And so always making that a priority to do church together as a family, yeah, just growing up. It was just always so sweet being involved um, in the children's ministry and youth ministries. Um, but I really, you know, God broke down uh, me in about beginning of middle school. I had a, a death in the family with my grandpa and it just, it really just took me under. I was so young. I didn't realize, you know, you know, what is this? Like, how is he gone? And just asking all those big life questions. And um, it just got me to the point where, you know, I went to counseling at this local church and I was in that for about a year and a half um, as a young kid. And I found Christ through that. Like he really worked through that darkest moment um, in my life. And ever since then, he just continues to show up when I, you know, am in that valley, he pulls me right back up. He's, you know, at my right hand there to comfort me and pull me out of, you know, all those dark moments. So it's just been a, a beautiful journey. You know, it's yeah. definitely, it's definitely had his hardships, but he just, you know, is always there just, you know, never just leaves me in those dark moments. So yeah, it's been beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. You and Jess both actually just gave a really good point. You just said like, he's there with you in the midst of darkness, right? And Jessica also said, Jessica, that's so weird. <laughs> Jess, JC, she also talked about leaving the 99 to find that one. So mm -hmm. if y'all, if y'all don't like recognize that, obviously they do, right? But we have that opportunity to be with Christ. Christ will leave those 99 just to be with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a great and awesome experience. You know, like I get to have God by myself. Also, Jess, you could have Christ with you as well. Like, is that not crazy? Mm -hmm. Like, that's awesome. I think going through life, obviously community, y'all talked about that too, being a part of a community. You need people to push you to be closer to Christ. You need that relationship with Christ. And sometimes it's like, it's a battle, right? Mm -hmm. Even in scriptures talks about like, you're going to go through temptations day in and day out. How are you going to get through those? Mm -hmm. You have to have Christ along your side, but sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard to just, all right, let me, let me open my word today. All right. You know, let me read Genesis one, one in the beginning, God created the heaven and mm -hmm. the earth. Right. All right. I'm good to go. Let's go. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's so much more to having a relationship with Christ than reading a couple verses or even a chapter or two a day. It's not mm -hmm. marking something off the checkbook, yeah. the checkbook, the checklist, right? <laughs> it's let me have that relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think it's such a, a good example of what we should be like as friends, as a friendship or having a relationship with your friends, right? This past week, we have Monday Bible studies, right? Mm -hmm. Monday at 915, <laughs> yes. King University, woman, if you have... Nobody has a class at 9.15. I'm going to tell you that right now. So if I don't see you on Monday morning, I'm going to be yes. a little upset because you don't need to be in bed. Come come out to Bible study. Come out with us. 
learn learn about Christ, learn um, to grow in grace with Christ. And I think we're really trying to be in our fields, getting down into the mm. nitty gritty about the Christian life. But back to what I was saying about leaving the 99, right? The relationships and community. Yes, yes, it, yes. Like we do have to have that relationship with Christ, but it's also good to have those people that push you alongside and grow with you, right? Like I was saying, we have those Monday morning Bible studies, but me and Jess will go out every Monday morning to go Mm -hmm. get coffee before Mm -hmm. class. Talk about our week. How was your week, sister? Mm -hmm. Oh, bro, it was terrible. How was yours? (laughs) I'm drowning, sister. I'm drowning in life, right? And like me and Alexis, uh, we were able to get coffee on Thursday before class. And just those times, I think, if I had an opportunity to drink coffee with Christ, I would just say, God, like, how was your day? What did you do today? <laughs> well, Desi, you know, I had to go save your sister again. She was, <laughs> she was down in the dump, so I had to reel her back in, right? But coffee is a good way to build a relationship with somebody. It's a good way to learn about someone, where they came from, what's their background. Like, I knew Jess didn't grow up in church, but how did I know that? Mm. Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> it's a great way to get to know somebody. I don't know. What 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 would y'all say? You know, I've been babbling a lot. So uh, y'all have anything to add into that or anything like that? Um, I think just like getting in those deep conversations with people is very important. Being like, real. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to actually learn about someone and like with something as intimate as like their relationship with Christ yeah. whenever you don't see them very often or you don't take the time to like talk with them for like a long time. Like that's something you really need to dig into with someone. For sure. What about you, Alexis? I mean, it's just hard to reach that, you know, vulnerability, but I'm just so thankful for our Bible study where, you know, this past week we talked about loneliness and, you know, real feelings that, you know, we've gone through and hurt as well. Um, It's just great to, you know, have that group of uh, young women that just, you know, understand, you know, we are all going through these things, um, but God can work through these. He invites us, you know, through those emotions that we're feeling to just experience him more fully and intimately, just grow in relationship with him. But Mm -hmm. like you said, grow in relationship with others. That's what he called us to. That's why he created Eve to have a helper for Adam. And we're just called to that community. 100%. And reeling from that, like you were saying, intimate relationship with each other, right? Mm -hmm. Probably shouldn't say intimate, but a good relationship (laughs) with each other, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with FCA. That's a fellowship of Christian athletes. Obviously, it's not just athletes that are welcome. Everybody's welcome. We want to fellowship with each other, talk about our week, how our practice is going, finding a connection through Christ to be able to grow in Christ as an athlete because it's different being an athlete compared to just going to school. You have Mm -hmm. a big time commitment. Not only do you have school, but you also have practice, games, community service, fundraising, Mm -hmm. all these other things. But then if you're in school, aka Jessica Campbell, who's a (laughs) cell and molecular biology, all these different classes here. She's got chemistry one, chemistry two. Oh, she already took those. Organic one, organic (laughs) two, P-chem, all these other crazy sciences that I don't even know how to say. But like, she's got labs on top of labs on top of labs. So that takes up the majority of her day. But then, oh, got to go to practice. Got to go hit. Got to go weight room. Got to go whatever Mm. else, right? Or Alexis, you know, got to take a bunch of tests to get into... Um, student teaching and things like that. So it's just a big time commitment. You have practice, you have weights, you have to go to practice in the evening and then you have early morning weights. <laughs> like how do you how do you balance that? Mm-hmm. So I think FCA is a good way to really 
connect with each other and be like, hey, I'm, I'm right alongside of you. Like, I know, I know how hard it is as an athlete to get through school, to get through life, to get through practice, but also how do I balance school, practice, mm. work, plus a relationship with Christ? Mm. How's that work? Mm-hmm. How does it work? How do I wake up in the morning and say, Lord, give me strength to just understand what's going on in your word because I'm tired. I've mm-hmm. taken tests. I'm mentally fatigued, right? How do you how do you really balance school, college, work, sports, while also being a Christian, a follower of Christ, a disciple of Jesus, mm-hmm. while also being an example to others through FCA? Mm-hmm. Ms. President? One thought I have, um, I actually heard a sermon um, like a long time ago, but it's like stuck with me about this. It's, he talked about how people, a lot of the time they'll be like, oh, I got this and this and this. And then I'll read my Bible. Like if I have time, like if I have time, then I'll read my Bible. If I have time, I'll pray. If I have time, I'll do this. Yeah. But it's like time with God should be the thing that we arrange all our other stuff around. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's very, that hit me deep. I was like, whoa, he's talking right to me right now. (laughs) So that's something I try to place into my life every single day. I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, am I making it an afterthought or am I Mm -hmm. like putting God first in my life? Yeah. Yeah. And even like making those excuses. I know I find myself be like, oh, wow, it's 9 p.m. I already Mm -hmm. had such Mm -hmm. a long day. Like, you know, do I really have to go? Is it really going to be beneficial? And I feel like every single time that we do that, we like just hear some, some word. He just knew. Yeah. Like, it's just, he works in such just amazing ways every single mm-hmm. time. And like that one worship song, that's just like that one Shoot, just bridge that just hits. Like it's just, it's great. You know, yeah. trying mm-hmm. to fight those times when we just feel, you know, we, we're not feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. no. The girls' Bible study right there. How to? Yeah. In my feels, like yeah. I'm always in my feels of Bible study. <laughs> I think I've cried like tears, three man. times. Yeah. So <laughs> warning. Yeah, yeah. If you come to Bible study, be ready to start bawling your eyes out. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna be in our feels, aka vulnerable with each other. Um. Yeah. I. I really. I had something that I heard today, and we heard a song at church today, and it kind of goes along with what y'all said. Yet not I, but Christ. Mm. We can't get through life alone. Mm we can't get through life just with our friends. We have Mm -hmm. to get through life with Christ because at the end of the day, like things will fade, right? Like in, in scripture, it talks about how our life is but a vapor that appears for a little time and then it vanishes. It's Mm -hmm. gone. Same thing with friends. We all, we all have different things that are going on. We're all going to go our separate ways after college, whether Mm -hmm. God calls us to be missionaries or scientists or pharmacists or teachers or strength coaches. (laughs) God has a calling on each of our lives and he's placed a purpose on each of us. And so, yes, we're going to be friends, hopefully forever, you know, but we're all going to go our separate ways and staying connected is going to be hard, but like we're going to try our best, but who, what relationship doesn't fade? Our relationship with Christ like that. Mm -hmm. He promises that he'll be there with us in the midst of darkness, in the midst of peace, in the midst of the highs and the lows. You know, I think of, uh, Ain't No Mountain High by Marvin Gaye, you know, (laughs) there's no mountain high, no river low enough, no valley, you know, Mm -hmm. I think about that. God is in the ups and downs. It's like, sometimes I think of a wave, you know, like it goes up and then it crashes and then it goes up and then it crashes. Sometimes I think of our Christian life the same way. We're in the highs sometimes. And then like the middle of the semester when it's getting stressful, we've got midterms. It's like, it's like tanking. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so drained from school, from life, from sports, all this stuff. Mm. How do you? How do you even do that? Mm -hmm. How do you, I think that's just so crazy, but 
one thing I heard today in the sermon, um, and obviously y'all can share what y'all have got through y'all's devotionals or church, anything like that. But I heard something that I thought was pretty crazy. Um, today in the service, uh, we went to this church called City Church. It's on State Street. So if you don't have a church, we'd, you know, go out to City Church, North Star, Fresh Prez, you know, any any of those churches, right? But he was talking about commandments that were placed in scripture, especially in Exodus, you know, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, things like that. And so he gave a really good point called, how is the law love? I think about, I think about this a lot. Why did God put commandments in the Bible? Why did he say thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, don't covet, things like that. And the pastor brought a really good topic up. The reason why Christ put commandments isn't to just say, you shouldn't be doing this. No, 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 no. Right. Like stop doing this. Like mm-hmm. our parents tell us, don't touch the stove. <laughs> why does he tell Why do our parents tell us not to touch the stove? <laughs> why? Cause you'll burn your hand off, right? <laughs> You're going to burn your hand off. And that's the same way Christ is right. Don't steal, don't kill, don't do all these things because there's consequences, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like there's, there are consequences. And he, he talked about something that I thought was great. He said, a child's instincts need to be trained to the environment. God is instructing us to do things we're designed for and keeping us away from what can kill us. Mm-hmm. Our parents are doing the same thing. Like sometimes I'm like, why are my parents always on top of me? You know, like, why are they telling me, does he stop? Does he do this? Does he don't do that? You know, they're watching and protecting us. Christ is watching and protecting us. He's watching his children We are designed for so much more. We are created for so much more, a purpose, a calling. And when we do things that we shouldn't do, it's just hurting us in the long run. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a a big thing with our testimony too. Like, don't get me wrong. I have made plenty of mistakes all throughout my life and I will make plenty more, right? But I'm trying to become more like Christ. And if I'm doing things constantly that are hindering my relationship with Christ, then I'm not being a good example to other people. I'm not shining my light. Um, I don't know. Do y'all have anything to add to that? Um, I have to add um, something might not hurt you physically, but yeah. like God like doesn't want you to die like like touching the stove. Like that's physical. But a lot of things that we do can hurt us like in our spirit, like after life. Like he wants us to be with him. He desires us to be with him after life. And I just think that we don't realize a lot of the time that we are hurting that. Like we are pushing away from him whenever he really just wants to, I think of that verse in Isaiah where it's like, I'll mount you up with wings like eagles. Mm-hmm. Like he says that because he wants to bring us to him. Yeah. And a lot of the times it's us pushing away from him. No, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I think that's the most beautiful thing about Christianity is that it's not just a religion. Like it, he is calling us to, again, being that relationship with him. And it's just, I don't know, it's just beautiful just thinking about that and um, that he comes alongside of us even though we do we do sin we do fall short but um, he's just right there you know his forgiveness that he provides is just amazing yeah Mm -hmm. I think one thing to do before we kind of close out um, I guess we could like maybe give out a verse to everybody like to the students you know Mm -hmm. maybe like an encouragement for the week right Mm -hmm. um since we were talking about relationships and searching for Christ and things like that, while we were in the message today, I actually thought about a verse. So I kind of want to share that with you all. It's Joshua 1, 8, right? It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. 
that wow that was good I thought that was great mm -hmm. um I think one thing I I really took away from that and what we've been talking about is meditation meditate on it day and night our relationship with Christ the way we're going to grow we read scripture but like I can just read I could I clearly have just read that whole verse and like get nothing from it because mm -hmm. I was just reading it just to read it but when I have intentions and I put my intent in it I'm like okay this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night you have to do it all the time like mm -hmm. if you really want to grow closer to Christ it's like draw nigh to Christ like get closer to Christ and he'll get closer to you mm -hmm. the only way you can get closer to Christ is if you're in this word if you're reading it day in and day out meditating on it when we fight our battles, when we want Christ to help us get through those things, I can't just be like, Lord God, help me get out of this. Help me get an A on my test. If I wasn't mm -hmm. studying, if I wasn't getting in the word, how am I going to fight battles if I'm not in the word? Mm -hmm. You can't. <laughs> you physically cannot do that. Spiritually cannot do that. Mm -hmm. You have to be in this day in and day out. Meditate on it day in and day out. When, when things come, when temptations come, God says he has a way out of things, right? This is it. This is our sword right here, the sword of the Lord, right? He mm -hmm. tells us to put on the armor every day. Why? Because things are going to attack us. Satan has things to attack us. He'll be like, Desi, I say you should sleep in today, you know? Um, <laughs> maybe don't go to Bible study today. Well, you know, right? You're right. I'm a little sore from practice. I'm sore from my lift yesterday. You know, I just had an emotional day. I, you know what? I think I'm going to skip Bible study. That's that's mm -hmm. how he attacks. He attacks mm -hmm. in so many ways, but... For me, it's yeah. sleep. Sleep is my <laughs> biggest thing. Like, do I want to study for a test or do I want to sleep for 30 more minutes? And then 30 more minutes turns into an hour, an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Boom. It's already like 745. I'm like, oh, man, I got to go to class, right? I got to go take this test that I didn't study for three weeks in advance. Mm -hmm. Same thing with this. Mm -hmm. If I'm not reading it day in and day out, I can't conquer that. Mm -hmm. So I guess a good way to close out, maybe a little prayer action mm -hmm. do y'all have any requests prayer requests or things like that i think just for our campus yeah would be amazing just yeah, for yeah. all the students and the staff just yeah, that yeah. they see christ and that they use fca what we're doing here and just just look to him eyes yeah. up yeah eyes up i love eyes up if y'all don't know what that is that's actually from the sooners softball team <laughs> um yeah go sooners <laughs> even though i'm a volunteer fan but sooners you have my heart when it comes to softball why is that because they are always pointing their eyes towards Christ. It's not about them or what accolades they have accumulated in life, but it's all about Christ. God's given me the opportunity to play softball. How can I use those gifts that he's given me to point others to him? What about you, Alexis? Yeah, I just, I think as we approach the end of the semester, just continue to tap into the community that we have. Um, and just, you know, people again, like on our campus, um, that they, you know, don't fall away as the semester's ending because it's, you know, it gets really tough. Um, does, but yeah. just to lean into that community, lean in um, to each other. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And before we close out, the reason why we call this kingdom culture is because obviously we are King University students trying to change the culture of King. How do we do that? We as Christians have to be with Christ. We have to go through, grow with Christ to shine our lights and portray that to others so that others can see that others can see the light within us. They're like, dude, why are they so different? Mm -hmm. Why, why do they do this? Why do they act like that? And that's why we really named this podcast kingdom culture. How can God use us to change the culture on King University's campus? Mm -hmm. Well, let's pray real quick and then we will 
get home. (laughs) Dear Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this awesome opportunity we've had to really share hopefully your word with others, Lord, and just being a light to others. I know Jess and Alexis said, just pray for the culture of King, pray for stress, anxiety, things like that. I know students are going through a lot, especially right now. We just we just got finished through midterms, most of us at least, and now people are applying to grad schools, taking tests. Um, I know a lot of people are in a bunch of hard science classes, and so they have labs. They have really hard exams, Lord, and I just ask that you just be with each of us. Help us to be strong, Lord. Give us your strength, Lord, to get through each and every day and just be able to be lights to others, Lord. I know that's what you've put us and placed us here on campus for is to be a light to others and point others to you. I know Jess said, um, eyes up, right? Help us to point others to you and not it be about ourselves. Even even though sometimes it's hard, we, we play sports and, you know, it's great to get all that recognition, but it's not about us. It's all about you, Lord. And we we just want to be lights and be examples and point others towards you. And I pray that you would um, allow us to do that through this week and just through upcoming months as well, Lord. Just ask you bless the students, help them to have soft and receptive hearts um, through FCA, through Monday women's Bible studies through convocation, things like that, Lord. I pray that there's someone that doesn't know you. I pray that we would be the ones to point them to you and share the gospel with them, Lord. We love you and thank you for all you do. It's in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. And that is it for Kingdom Culture. Woo! Let's go. I'm Desiree White. And I'm Jessica Campbell. And I'm Alexis Wynn. And this episode was sponsored by First Presbyterian Church of Bristol, Tennessee. Tune in for next week's episode of Kingdom Culture.